Hello and welcome to Cricket Ultras. This is Arun Sudarman in Hong Kong and I'm joined as always from Shanghai by a man who, against all odds, still retains faith in Indian cricket. It's Darren Burns. Welcome, Darren. <laughs> Thank you, Arun. Yeah, it's great to be in Shanghai. It's a beautiful, sunny, sultry day here. Um, it's almost zero degrees. It's very overcast and glim. And it's a bit glib, and I think that's probably how the Indian team are feeling after their second test thrashing, you'd have to say, in a Centurion. Look, I watched some of the match on TV here. It was a great effort from India. I thought they did everything they could. There were some great signs. I thought Bumrah bowled really well. He's an exciting prospect with that, with that new ball. I really think that Kohli you know, gave his hearty 150 was a masterclass of batting an absolute masterclass, and it shows why he and Steve Smith are so superior to everybody else in the world right now. Fantastic knock. He did his best to try and get him to a good total. Couldn't really get there, and they kind of fell over on the last day. But, I mean, full credit to South Africa. I think they were just – they blew them away. I'm not sure what else India could have done. And Giddy, wow, the young man, what a debut. Six weeks on debut, I mean, he looked like a hybrid – he really did. A hybrid of some bowlers of old. He reminded me a lot of Michael Holding and a bit of Kirtley Ambrose. He bowls very high arm action, stump to stump, moves the ball both ways, and wow, impressive. Yeah, I think he, if I'm not mistaken, he bowled a couple of deliveries above 150 uh, kph, um, which is always impressive. I mean, obviously, he's only one test in, so you don't want to jump to too many conclusions, but it does look like Another great find for South Africa. They have an embarrassment of bowling riches at the moment. Um, you know, what England would, wouldn't do to get hold of one of their bowlers, really, because, you know, they seem to have five or six very good bowlers, top-class bowlers. Um, I think you're probably right. I'm not sure what else India could have done. There's been a lot of questions about selection. Um, Virat Kohli in the press conference, uh, very testy. Um, when asked about, as always, <laughs> as always, yeah, yeah, he's such a such a charming character at times. And I think Ngidi gave him a big send off too, in a second wow. innings, which I thought in was his, interesting. In his debut, well, Kohli invites yeah. that. He invites that. He, he really you know, does. If, if you're gonna, if Give you're gonna dish it out, then then you have to take it. Um, I'm with you. Yeah, Kohli was was very didn't take kindly to questions about selection, and there are real questions about selection. India don't appear to be playing their best eleven for whatever reason. They're not playing um, their best batsman in overseas conditions. They dropped... Um, Bhuv- you mean Ajinkya Rahane? Yeah, Ajinkya Rahane. Um, they dropped Bhuvneshwar Kumar, who batted, faced the most balls of any batsman in the first test. Oh, sorry, of any Indian batsman in the first test and also took six wickets. Having said that, they bowled very well in this test match, I thought. Um, the big problem is that Kohli has scored two, hun- two hun- wait, 190 runs so far. The rest of the batsmen have scored 240 runs. Yeah, 240 runs. So it's just it's just not good enough. None of them look like they're going to score runs, except uh, Murali Vijay got to 46 in the first innings, really looked untroubled and then got out to Maharaj. And once that happened, you, you kind of thought, okay, this is not this is not going to happen. And then, of course, some real comedy running. I don't know if you saw... <laughs> From Pujara. Shetashwara Pujara, step forward young man. He becomes... The first Indian batsman to be run out twice in a test match. Um, 
both runouts for, for, for which he, he couldn't blame his partner. Um, he's rapidly becoming the kind of Inzamam ul haq of this generation, <laughs> uh, which is quite a mantle, brings with it real responsibility. A, a huge mantle. Yeah, it's, and I think... <laughs> and I think he's really showing a lot of intent, isn't he, with his running? <laughs> uh, I believe there was a lot of discussion going around about the Indian players showing intent, where he sh certainly showed intent to get off strike, and it didn't end up very well. So, yeah, he intends, in both innings. He intends to return to the pavilion, I think. <laughs> <laughs> with intent. Yeah, good intent. Now, there's, he's been involved in, in a number of runouts now. I mean, I think there's a, there's a list you can find on... On Crick Info, I think there's actually a YouTube video of now already <laughs> of Pujara's greatest runouts, um, and it's sad for him because he's actually had a very good year batting, but he's not doing himself any favors with his running. Um, and South Africa are just too strong. I think the the concern for India is this is the pitch clearly on which they had the best chance of winning. It was, you know, some people have described it as a subcontinental pitch. Uh, you know, there was no lateral movement. The bounce was, was uneven. It was quite brown. Um, really was their best chance of getting a result. Uh, but the batsmen just couldn't cope with this South African attack. Um, I don't think there's, yeah. Yeah, just, I don't think there's any disgrace in losing to the South African team, really. No, I think, I think not with that side. And I think you've got, really got to look at, if you look at the batting order, and the, especially the uh, second innings of South Africa, they scraped together 260 on a very difficult wicket. And I think... You know, Dean Elgar was a bit lucky, but he really scrapped his innings out for for a 61. You know, AB looked a class above the rest for his, for his 80, and I think Faf uh, almost eked out a 50. Um, that was probably enough, and I think the bowlers hung around a bit at the end to add a few extra runs, and you just felt that once they got a 258 all out, it was really a bridge too far to score 287 in, in the last innings. And, uh, you know, they never really win the hunt, were they, really? I mean, they were three down, I think, at the at stumps on the... On the penultimate day, so they never really got going. I think Rohit Sharma has tried to throw his hat in the ring for the next test by scoring a pretty forty-seven. Well, you'd hope um, he's trying. When it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the problem, right? He scored some runs when the pressure is off, yeah. um, and and that's the issue. I think all of these batsmen are struggling under the pressure, um, and that's going to continue being a problem this year. I feel for them. You know, the more they. The more they struggle, um, the harder it's going to get. Uh, and Kohli was, was very clear that he felt a lot of the dismissals were soft. Um, I don't think he's happy, but then again, I'm not sure what he can do. You know, if the team is going to persist in turning up to, to, to test series a few days before and not really preparing for test matches on completely alien conditions, they can't expect a different outcome. And South Africa have just been a cut above in every department, um, and well played to them. I think they're playing, they're playing some good cricket. I still feel they are some good cricket. they're a little bit too defensive at times, but that is the kind of cricket they like to play. I think they like to play that attritional cricket. They're not like, you know, I think Australia is always a team that, that attacks, in, you know, in, in, in whenever they can. Um, Another team that, that often takes that route is Pakistan. Uh, South Africa always, you know, they always they play a bit more defensively. They like to set defensive fields. They they play attritional cricket, but it works for them. Um, and you can't really criticize their approach in this series. No, you, I think you can't criticize it at all. So, I mean, we've already we're through the second test now. Mm -hmm. uh, third test coming up. 
yep, at the on Wanderers. the 24th at the Wanderers. Mm. Um, are you expecting an upset there, Arun? No, not really. I think... <laughs> an equivocal no. No, I mean, first of all, I think if India get a result, I'm not sure it counts as an upset in a dead rubber. I've always been fairly, um, I don't know, a little bit dismissive of these kind of dead rubber matches. Um, I think with the pressure off, you would hope um, the Indian batsmen play with a little bit more freedom. But then again, with the pressure off, I feel like the South African team might play with with a little bit more freedom. Having said all that, there, there are South African bowlers that are keen to retain their place in the team. Uh, Ngidi, for example, um, he's only there, right, because of an injury. Um, Rabada bowled brilliantly as well. We should we should really you know mention his yeah, he, he was he was he was quite he was quite solid. Yeah, and he's the top. You know, he's ranked number one in the world. Um, for India, it's really more about I think selection issues in the third test. Will they bring back Rahane? Um, they've brought out another wicketkeeper. I don't know if they're going to draft in their third wicketkeeper in a three-test series, which would be yeah. um, I'm sure one for the statisticians. A bit of a muddled. It yeah, is muddled. A bit of a muddled approach. Yeah, you're right. It is muddled. Um, There's some muddled. And the batting things. order, the batting order looks very muddled too. And like in the second innings, they brought out Patel. It just it seems like there's not a, they don't have a solid idea of what the batting order should be. Well, he was a um, he was a night watchman, was he not? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not. Why is, why is he a night watchman? <laughs> right. He's a pretty solid batsman himself. Um, Good question. So so again. Good question. You know, it was almost a, a, as bad as during the Ashes series when Johnny Bairstow didn't have a didn't have a night watchman and got and nicked off almost straight away. Yeah. Um, when he came out to bat, very silly indeed. Where do you stand on, on night watchmen, Darren? Do you believe they are they are an integral part of cricket, or do you think that they're, they're just just another way that the game indulges batsmen at the expense of bowlers? Absolutely, they're a crucial part of the game. Okay. What are you talking about, Arun? <laughs> <laughs> if I was going out to bat with five minutes to play and, and, and someone offered me a night watchman, I'd definitely take it. Um, Wasn't there the, a team the that, they... that, didn't, that kind of eschewed the policy of using night watchmen? Yeah, Didn't, wasn't but it the Steve trouble Moore? is, I have a feeling, but, sort of have a vague yeah, recollection. It Steve sounds Moore. a bit sort of macho, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. You should just get out there and face the ball, mate. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, indeed. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I think, think um, there is muddled you've thinking. You've got to have a watchman. Definitely muddled thinking on the on the part of India. I don't think they know. They clearly don't know who their their best batsmen are. Um, they, I mean, the bowling has done well, but I'm still not convinced they're necessarily playing their best bowlers. Um, I think on this surface, all of their bowlers will do fine. Um, I'd like to have seen Umesh Yadav play in the series. He was really the pick of their pace bowlers this year. Uh, Mohamed Shami's really been hot and cold. Uh, Ishant Shama actually bowled all right in this test match, although honestly, I, I, I never really see him as much more than a third seamer. Yeah, I, I don't either. What happened to um, Umesh Yadav? Is he available? He is available. I think they feel that um, if you play Shami, who is mm, the same... Too similar. Yeah, exactly. They're both bowlers that, that pitch the ball up, mm. look for swing. Yeah. And that's why they bring in Ishant Sharma, because he hits the deck. Um, mm. Or uh, Bumrah, who you know has, has a lot of variety. Yeah. So I think they feel Yadav is... And Yadav is, does struggle with his economy outside India. So um, that's probably, you know, it's... it's, it's it's not a bad call. These are marginal calls, I think, in the bowling. It's really in the batting where you have to ask, ask some questions. Um, so that is India-South Africa. And, of course, next test match at the Wanderers, it's going to be... Um, I mean, it, it'll be a, another 
fairly fast surface, although probably not quite as fast as the South Africans want. Um, uh, but, it, you know, it's not going to be a, a surface that does any favours to the Indian batsmen. Um, there you have it, I guess. And so now um, we, That's right. we should move on and discuss the resurgence, the resurgent English mm. cricket team. Resurgent. Uh, they won a match. Um, it's always, it's always. I love it when you get to that point in the in the tour when, when England can can finally claim to have won a match. That's right. Um, <laughs> it happens sooner or later. Yeah. Um, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. And let's be honest, England have been resurgent in the last I'd say eighteen months to twelve months in one day cricket, thanks mostly to Trevor Bayliss, the coach. Um, I think he's done a great job in rebuilding the team, and they've got a lot of variety. They have a, a solid batting lineup all the way down to number nine or ten. They have a good variety on the pace. They have some speed. They have some leg spin, mystery spin. They have some medium pace and, and slow ball bowlers. So they really have a pretty good variety there. Um, and, of course, knocking on the door is are a few other players, uh, like Tymore Mills, who, who is playing in the Big Bash. is impressive. Um, but I, I saw this guy called Jofra Archer. I don't know if anyone's seen him bowl yet. He was bowling in the Big Bash and getting up to regularly 150 Ks. I think he's from the West Indies, but he's trying to get citizenship now in in the UK, he plays with Sussex. He's a very sharp, good-looking bowler. Um, so he's going to be around in one-day cricket too. So there's some good stocks there. But I guess the big surprise was Jason Roy. Who would have thunk it? I mean, he's playing this year in the Big Bash, and he's played 60... Sorry, he's, he's played about six innings for 60-odd runs. He hasn't looked that good all season. Uh, and then he comes out and blasts 180. So it was quite an incredible knock. Um, if you watched it, it was amazing. He played some amazing strokes all around the ground. So very impressive indeed. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm massively surprised by that. I, I think he's he's got that ability. Um, England have a number of batsmen. What they've done really well in limited overs cricket, as you pointed out, is they've they brought in a number of big hitting batsmen, and they've kind of and this is probably Trevor Bayliss. They've, they've got them comfortable with the idea of taking the risks that are required, which is, I think, what they always struggled with beforehand. Um, and they're batting with a lot of freedom. You've got Jason Roy, but then you've got, you've got others in there, like, um, like Bairstow, like uh, Alex Hales, who I'm not sure if he's playing. Um, he's, oh, no, he did play. Yeah, Alex Hales is another one who can tee off. Owen Morgan, of course, we know about Joss Butler. Um, you know, these are all batsmen capable of these kind of, you know, these kinds of one-day innings. Going the bash. Exactly, just these, these sort of ridiculous innings that you see nowadays. Um, and, of course, when Ben Stokes returns, uh, which, well, he's returning to the IPL, which we'll talk about later. Um, I'm not sure if he's in contention for international selection just he yet seems to be right. on the New Zealand list at the moment. So I'm guessing they're going to play him. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. Interesting. You heard it here first. No, you're right. He's in the squad. So I'm guessing that, yeah, maybe. You know Let's who see. isn't? You know who isn't in the squad, Darren? T. Curran. Yeah, it's, it's quite sad. And um, I mean, I feel like our, our acquaintance with T. Curran has ended far too abruptly. We still don't know his first name. Uh, and he's already been dropped from the squad. And he did nothing wrong, I thought. I thought it was a bit harsh. Yeah, a bit harsh. I, he is, though, on the IPL auction list, though. 
uh, he he's is. asking for a couple of hundred K US dollars to play, which seems to me a bit um, greedy. <laughs> a bit ambitious. Say. A bit ambitious. Very ambitious. Um, we, let's, let, we'll talk about IPL in a second. I just wanted to, to maybe just go through this or, or just come back to the one day as quickly. Um, so it's, we've just had the one match so far. Is that right? That's correct. And when is the second ODI? Is that tomorrow? The sec- is Friday? The second match will be on Friday. Okay. And do you feel like... The Gabba. Do you think Australia can hang with this English team? Because Australia haven't really set the world alight in limited overs cricket over the last couple of years. Apart from, yeah. of course, winning the World Cup. Which was... Yeah, just that, that small World <laughs> Cup small, thing. Small minor um, detail. I was actually thinking uh, of Champions Trophy last year and... and well, we, we were robbed. Yeah, um, indeed. And 2020 as well. Um, I, I think, you know, I'm not sure I, you know, I, I like the top three in our one day team. You know, I like Finch, Warner and Smith. I, I, yeah, then there's all rounders, Head, Marsh, Stoinis. So we have sort of three all rounders there. Marsh batted really well. I think Marsh is in a real purple patch. Stoinis also looks pretty good. Um, he bashed like 60 or 40 balls the other night. I think Stoinis is good. Head, I'm not sure about. I think he's... He could be floated around a bit. I think they need another solid hitting batsman. And I guess they wanted to bring in Chris Lynn, but he's injured. They didn't bring in Maxwell because obviously there's some sort of feud with Maxwell and some of the team members. That's just, uh, that's crazy. I mean, he's, I, he's I think there is. clearly one of the best one-day batsmen and, in the world. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think, I think AJ Ty, I think he's more of a T20 bowler. Although he bowled pretty well the other night, I must say. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if the but line... About, the, um, the lineups, the spinners should be because yeah, the there's, there's talk that Nathan Lyon will will be yes. recalled at the expense of um, of Zampa. Zampa. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Zampa again. I think Zamp. I, th- I think Australia is confusing T20 with one day cricket. Zampa is a very good T20 bowler. Uh, he did well last time in the IPL under the guidance of Dhoni, right? Um, so uh, yeah, I think he's a T20 bowler. I don't think he's a one day bowler. It's a different skill set. So I think the Australians are confusing the T20 team with the 50-over aside team. This team that they put out last week looks more like a, like a 2020 team to me. Um, you know, Stoinis is going to get bashed. Um, he's an okay bowler, but he's definitely a part-timer. He's going to get bashed if, if, the, if the pitch is flat. But I think um, we didn't really see much effect from Stark and Cummins the other night. I, I don't know if they're exhausted. Um, you know, I think the... You know, England had a brand new bag, right? They brought in Wokes and was the only sort of hangover from the test team. And they had Wood and Plunkett and Rashid. Um, and even Momo. And Momo seems well. Momo, yeah, Momo seems regenerated. Momo went through his 10 overs in, for 39 or so. So, Momo. you know, I think, I think... Is this what we're calling Moeen Ali now? <laughs> that's what people call him. That's what the Barmy Army call him. Oh, goodness me. Okay. All right. When um, we do our long-awaited episode on cricket nicknames... Names, we we'll get to discuss that. this. Yeah, we mm. will get to that. What's well, a bit of a no-brainer, um, isn't it? That one. Yeah, Mark Wood bowled well. Um, yeah, and Rashid Bowe. England have good balance. They've got a good one-day yeah. team. Um, so they had a bit of a late wobble, mm. but that, I think that's natural when you're chasing three oh eight. I mean, what what I found is I think I went away from the TV, and Australia were I don't know one ninety for three. With 16 overs left, they only managed to get 308, which was well below par. I mean, they should have got 330, 340 with that start, and they just couldn't go on. But full credit to the England bowlers. Um, they came back into the game. So, And well done, Jason Roy. Young, well done, young man. He was impressive. 
and the ever-reliable Joe Root was by his side the whole time, and, and everybody else didn't do much. Mm. So the England so, squad for, for New Zealand, um, interestingly, shocking. the ones who have been dropped uh, from the Asher squad, Gary Balance, who... Didn't play. Again, I mean, he's been dropped and recalled now. Poor he's, old Gary. He's, he's turning in, it's, it's a kind of a yo-yo existence for Gary Balance at this point. It's like Jackson Bird <laughs> in the Australian team. <laughs> he never there's, takes off. Yeah, there, cl- cl- there's a, there is also another <laughs> avian joke there, but I'm not going to make it. Um, Jake Ball, uh, who also a yo-yo life for him because he's been dropped. And, um, and T. Curran. Vince... James Vince, Moeen Ali and Mark Stoneman retained despite a difficult series. And then two new faces, Liam Livingston, who Who? I've never heard of. uh, and Livingston, I presume. (laughs) Excellent. Apparently he's a batsman, right? Uh, That was, that was, yes, that was too good. He is a batsman, plays for Lancashire, scored 803 runs in county cricket at an average of 47, and was one of the best performers in the recent Lions tour to Australia. I presume that's on the field and not in the bar, (laughs) but it's not clear. In in, in in a bar in Perth, which I can't recall right now. Um, I'm sure you can't. Mark Wood also recalled. Um, so you're saying so, there's a batsman in county cricket that averages in the high 40s versus the high 20s or low, high, high 30s. That's a revelation. It is a revelation. And so, you know, it, it, look, I, I mean, it's, it's good that they're selecting on, on form rather than character, which we, did, <laughs> which we discussed last time. Mark Wood is, is recalled. He's yeah. a good bowler. I think he'll do. He, yeah, as long as he gives he's, him variety. Yeah, he's, if he's over his injuries, he'll do well. Yeah. Okay, so are we going to break the, the habit of a lifetime? and discuss New Zealand-Pakistan's one-day series, which is now, which is, I was going to say over, but it's, even that I couldn't get right. It's almost over. They've had four ODIs. New Zealand have won all of them, including one match, the third ODI, when Pakistan were dismissed for 74. It's, it's been a, riveting stuff, hasn't it? Hasn't it? Kind of a classic Pakistan batting yeah. performance. Um, they followed that up by posting 262 uh, for eight in the fourth ODI, but of course that's nowhere near enough against this New Zealand lineup, which yeah, on the small fields is on these, <laughs> which on, tiny tiny stadia on, on, on these vegetable patches, you know they can they can get to that score very easily. Um, Why are we even talking about this? <laughs> okay. Let, well, we I think, didn't we have some feedback from New Zealand? I thought we... We'll get to the feedback okay, later on. Okay. Even, even the New Zealand feedback doesn't merit a mention. Okay. <laughs> yes, it does. All right. Okay. We'll we get, take our feedback we'll, very seriously. Yeah, we do. We'll get to that later on. So I think that's the roundup done. Let's move on to extras. And the, the big event coming up, January yes. 26th, 27th, is it? The... Um, the That's IPL correct. auction. The auction yes. list has now been released. Uh, the bidding war will be held 27th, 28th January. It's, it's always a lot of fun. Some might say it's more fun than the actual competition. I, I'm probably one of those people. <laughs> it's a great um, idea. It really is a brilliant it's idea. It's a great idea. Yeah, the auction. Um, and of course, know, and I, a big payday. A big payday. And I think they're capping each team. They've increased the cap on each team this year to about, I think, 12 million or 13 million US dollars. Um, it's a whack of cash. And I think some people who have been retained, such as Virat Kohli, 
are going to make like three million bucks, right? Thank you. Well, he's worth um, worth every cent. A bargain. He's a bargain. He's worth he is, three million. Just yeah. just today, he was <laughs> named cricketer of the year, ODI player of the year, and captain of the year in the ICC awards. I can't really, I, I can't really argue with that. Um, I although I, I wonder mean, how Smudger you, feels. You, yeah, I'm not sure. Sh- well, there's no point arguing with it, really. Um, Steve Smith won Test Test Batsman of the Year, um, and those two are head and shoulders above the rest. Uh, but back Correct. to the IPL, because the ICC awards, I felt, were... Uh, so how should we do this? Should we talk about... Um, you know, there's, there's a bunch of players. I think there's 200 and something overseas players and about 900 Indian players that are in the, um, the pool. Um, you know, there's always... You know, there's going to be a big payday for some people. Last year, the big person, the big guy was Stokes, and I think he, he, he proved his value in the IPL, actually. He oh, he was brilliant. Dough. He was brilliant in the IPL. Um, he committed to the tournament. He really seemed to enjoy it. Um, and he did, yeah, he's, I, I suppose he did sort of come of age Yeah. in the IPL. Obviously. One of the things that players always say about the IPL is that's where they, they learn a lot playing this tournament because they're playing with the best players in the world. Um, many of whom they won't have played with before because they're from other countries. And I think it gives them, it helps them in, you know, mentally. They, they feel like, okay, if I can do it here, I can really do it at this level. Um, and I think that was clearly the case for Ben Stokes. It's, it's been that way for a lot of, a lot of players have ro- risen and to prominence. I mean, David Warner's the obvious one, right? He yeah, sure. Kind of. And there's, there's others. In, in, a lot of Indian players have and I think it's a spectacle, IPL. you know. Remember when we watched um, one of the earlier IPLs? I mean, the spectacle of having Ricky Ponting coming out to bat with Sachin Tendulkar was something very special, right? Um, and I think that's the entertainment part of it. It's, it's, it's a little bit WWE as well, isn't it? There, there's the sport, but there's also the theatre of the whole thing, right? And I think that a lot of the owners of the different franchises like to have these big names just so they can hang out together but also see them bat together or, or, or bowl together on the same team, which they never do, right? They're often fierce competitors. Um, so I think it's, it's a great, it's a great um, spectacle. Now, what do we think about these, these guys on the block? I mean... Yeah, so who do you think's going to get the... The gong? Well, not the gong, but who, who will attract the highest bid, do you think? There's a, let's talk about the bowlers first. Okay. You know, I, I think there's a couple that I can see. I think Rashid Khan's going to do quite well. Um, you know, you, you've got to have a wrist spinner these days and a mystery spinner. And I think he did very well in the big bash, mm. which often overseas spinners don't do very well. 19 he, years old. Let's just yes. remind our listeners. He's only 19. From he's Afghanistan. A, from Afghanistan. And a very enthusiastic player. He's well liked by the team members. Um, and he looks like a great, he's a great find. He's an enthusiastic fielder. I think he'll do quite well on the bowling front. He will, although I'm, it seems pretty certain that his team, Sunrisers Hyderabad, will use their their right to match card for him. Will they? Yeah, which basically means you, they can match any offer. I think. Yeah, I, I think they'd be crazy not to. Yeah. Um, Other bowlers, then I think Mitchell then Stark. I think we've got Stark, think, of course. Yeah, Mitchell Stark is gonna is gonna get a lot of interest. Um, will he break two million? Um, it's 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 possible. Definitely possible. I mean. Um, in terms of the of, of other bowlers, well, a lot of them have already been retained, a lot of the top ones. So I guess we'd probably be looking at someone like Pat Cummins also. Yeah, um, definitely Pat Cummins. 
I think Dwayne Bravo. Dwayne Bravo always does well. Uh, actually, I, I suspect, um, is it Andrew Tai? Yes, Andrew Tai. Three, three hat-tricks last year in T20 cricket. Yeah, I think he'll get a lot of interest. I think so too. As well. Um, and then you've got, I suppose, some of the kind of, you know, thoroughbreds. Mm. Uh, Lasith Malinga. Yeah. Um, mm. Mitchell Johnson is, is had bowled quite well. In the, I must say I was quite impressed. I thought he was over the hill, but he bowled quite well in the BBL. But um, if you can keep that fitness up for um, he, he could be a good find. And he offers a lot of variety, right? Left arm swing bowler. He's quite still quite sharp. Is Rabada's um, in the auction? He hasn't been retained, has he? I don't, I think. don't think he has. Yeah, he's, so in, the, he's he, in the I'm auction. I'm not sure about him as a T20 bowler. I'm, I'm not convinced about that. Yeah, but he's, I think he should do he's, I mean, he's got the tools. He, would he should be able to adapt. He should. He seems yeah. good enough to do it. And I think Nathan Coulter Nile, if he's fit, will also be a good find. He's quite sharp. He's been he's been unfit for a while though, so he's been out of the for the whole Australian summer. So I'm not sure if he's available. Yeah, and um, let's not forget, of course, T. Curran. Who... T. Curran is available for selection, and he's making everybody aware of that he he is available. Yeah, uh, and he's lobbying quite hard, I believe. I think uh, I actually think he could he could do. Pretty well. I mean, if you if you look at the kinds of players that do well in um, in the IPL, a player like Curran, uh, who who who, can, who who bowls well and bats well. I mean, he's like you know he's. I wouldn't say he's a poor man's Ben Stokes, but he's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just did. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, it is. But he's he's in that mold, and you know I could see him having a breakout season. Um, and and this could this could be the tournament which really establishes. I think you heard it first here in ultras, and that'd be a bigger surprise. Um, can, we shall, can you we get a bet see. on that? <laughs> can you get a bet on T. Curran as a player of a tournament? Are you that'd are you asking if I one. know any bookmakers in India that that might be uh-huh. willing to, to to give you some action? No, you don't need to need to know anybody. You, you can't access those sites from China though, so I can't get a bet on. I don't know if you can from Hong Kong. Um, actually, the bookmaking in India is illegal. I think. If we're, if we're, but there are load, there are loads of online, yeah, they are. you know, bookers and, and through an app, right? Which there we can't are. access, of course, and we would never condone. We would never we cricket would ultras. Never, yes, and when the fun stops, stop. That's Bet right. Responsibly. Um, okay, That's so right. batsmen. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of batsmen going around. I think, you know, one more bowler. I, I might. I'm not sure if he's in the, in the um, if he's in the on the list because we couldn't find the whole list. But um, Jofra Archer is qu- something quite special. Yes. Um, He's, he's, he, he's a surprise package. I yeah, think he's sharp. Yeah. So watch watch this space. He's a uh, he, he could be good. Um, okay, to, to batsmen. Um, we didn't really talk about we didn't talk about uh, all rounders though. But I think uh, Shakib Al Hassan might do okay. He's a very um, yes. versatile player. Yeah, definitely. Um, on the batting, you know. It's the usual suspects. I think you'd want to have Brendan McCullum in your team yep. or Quinton de Kock. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I pr- you'd probably give Chris Gale a go if you're if you're you're so inclined. Yeah, of course. Chris um, Gale's been, had a great run of form in the um, um, Caribbean he, he and really has. Bangladesh Premier Leagues. He's like really, you know, come back to prominence. So I suspect he will attract a lot of money. I think Glenn Maxwell will. Yeah, as I well. think Glenn Maxwell will too. And Chris um, Lynn, if he's fit. I Chris think the problem Lynn. with Chris Lynn now is he keeps getting injured. So um, he's excited. I think Marcus Stoinis might do okay. 
Um, he's an explosive batsman. He's a, he's a big man and powerful hitter. Yep. Um, Two others I that think... might be less well-known, Evan Lewis for West Indies. Yes. West Indian is doing very well. And Colin Monroe, the Colin Monroe, yes. Kiwi all-rounder. The Kiwi. Um, he, they, they will both do very well, I think. What about Ish Sodi? Oh, are we going there? Are we gonna, we're going there now. <laughs> we're not going there yet. Okay. Um, is he in yeah, the I, auction, I think, Ish Sodi? Uh, I think Adam Zampa might be picked up by somebody as well. And we, we talked about, um, sorry, we talked about him earlier with the bowlers. Um, look, another name I might throw out there, I don't know if he was available, but Darcy Short has been the leading run scorer in the BBL this series. And he's also a, um, a spinner. He's been great. Um, the leading run scorer in the BBL. He's a bit of a, bit of a wild card, I'd say. Uh, he could he could be turn up there. I've got another one for you. Um, so the next big thing in Indian cricket, uh, the under nineteen captain Prithvi Shaw, is mm. is uh-huh. this, this could be his year. Um, he is you know he's the latest I guess, the latest next big thing in Indian cricket. There have been many next big things, not all of them uh, are the real deal, but he seems to be supremely talented. Um, yeah. and there's a few other Indian players worth watching. Uh, Deepak Huda, he's yeah, actually he's, he's the captain of Baroda's, um, but but he's he's young. Um, Krunal, Krunal Pandya, who, if I'm not mistaken, is Hardik Pandya's brother. Krunal Pandya, uh, yeah, yes, also good. And then and and Basil Basil Thumpy. Basil, I, lo- I love the name Basil. <laughs> Basil just, Thumpy. Yeah, what a name. <laughs> I like the way Denny Morrison commentates when he comes on to bowl, yeah, uh, and to bat. <laughs> Um, what a name! I think a Ajinka Rahani, right? He hasn't been picked up yet, I don't think. And there's Kale Rahul. Mm, he's he might go really, for a bit. I mean, he's he's a good, he's a solid. Yeah. Rahul's actually had a good, had had good, has good IPL yeah. pedigree. Vijay as well. I mean, all the Indian course, players will will do yeah. well because you know they, they, it's a benefit to to pick them. I mean, um, David Miller and, and Aaron Finch probably as well. You probably want to have those in your team. Kedar Jadav, actually, very good. Ah, yes. T20, very good T20 mm. player. And then, of course, the, the spinners, you know, Yuzvendra, Chahal, um, leg spinners in particular. How about Momo? <laughs> I'm sorry, I, can't, I just cannot call him. I can't call him that. It's going to take a while. All right, uh, Mo. Moin Ali. Will, will somebody <laughs> pick up Mo? <laughs> um, yeah, probably. I think so. Uh, I'm not sure he'll go, he'll go for his base price. But... Uh, I'd be surprised if he didn't get picked up. The, the other problem for the England players is they're not always there for the whole season. That's right, which they, which makes it a bit of a. They often. I mean, Sean Marsh out. is a good T Twenty player as well. You probably think Sean Marsh would go in there somewhere as well. Yeah, he's done okay. quite well. So IPL is coming. Watch out for yes. the auction. Even if you don't watch the tournament, the auction is always worth watching. And you know, for some of these players, especially some of these youngsters, I guarantee you, it will be life changing wealth. Life-changing. It will be. You know, we talked about it last week, didn't we? Mm. Um, yes. You know, some of the players from Afghanistan, they're probably on a very meager salary. And, and for them to make a payday of potentially Rashid Khan, you know, a million dollars or so, yeah. that's massive and life-changing for him. So not, yeah, but not, hopefully they... not just. I mean, some, some of the... Um, if, you, if you look at the 778 Indian players registered... Mm. Yeah, it's true. And the bulk of them are players no that's one's true. ever heard of. And even if they get a few hundred thousand... That's that really is life changing. That's a whack of cash. Oh my gosh! You know these are players who are it's getting amazing. paid literally nothing at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Playing, playing first class cricket or, or whatever. So, um, it'll be interesting to see because you know all the scouts are out there 
they're, all, they're, they're looking for these, for these players who cost <coughs> little but can deliver a lot. It's classic Moneyball. Right. Classic Moneyball. It's classic it? Moneyball, it yeah. is. So it'll be interesting to that's see. Why, yeah, that's why the structure of these teams is so important. That they, they pay top dollar to have the key players they want to build the franchise around, right? And then bring in those kind of emerging players. So um, the strategy is great too. I mean, it's exciting to be part of the strategy as well. Look at how they, how they sort of build their teams. And yeah. of course... Yeah. Two teams are coming back in this year after suspension, right? <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Suspension we, may have to, for, we have to consult, consult with our Gambling. lawyers before we, uh, we, mention before, we, before, we <laughs> before we go too far. That's right. Okay, but yeah, so let's, um, let's leave that there. It's my hometown team, in <laughs> fact, the Chennai <laughs> Super Kings. Um, yes. I, 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 won't, I won't hear a word said against them. You won't actually, hear a word? No, actually, I, I will. I, I have been very critical of... of Chennai Super Kings and indeed of, of N. Srinivasan, um, the, the big cricket supremo in India. Um, they're one of the teams. But yeah, so it'll be interesting to watch. So IPL cool. we'll see what happens. coming up. All right, next up, um, are we going to talk about... We've got about five minutes left. So let's do the feedback first. And then if we have time... We can talk about obstructing the field, which is, you know, that's really where we get to the rock and roll end of the podcast, I think. So feedback corner, we've actually had some feedback. I'm happy to report quite a lot of feedback. Yeah, it's quite a lot of feedback, which is thank you all. And as you know, my attitude to feedback is um, you're welcome to feedback uh, and I am welcome to ignore it. Yeah, so thank you, Andy, for your feedback. Um, You know, Andy wrote in on Twitter saying that he loved the podcast, hated the logo. Andy used to play with me in Shanghai. He's an, he's an American guy. That's right, American who plays cricket. Very good player, good, great fielder. Uh, thanks, Andy, for the feedback. You'll notice that we've actually changed the logo. It's a pink logo designed by yours truly, and we hope you like it. Please give us some more feedback. Thanks, Andy. So this feedback was just designed to essentially praise your logo. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't commented on the new logo yet. He didn't like the old logo. So let's oh, see if right. he likes this one or not. And if he doesn't like it, are we going to change it again, Darren? Of course we are. <laughs> okay. Actually, does, Andy will change the logo for us, I guess. Is, is, can Andy design the logo? I, mean, is, I think he can. I actually. feel like this, this might be the solution here. Um, <laughs> and okay. music too. We need, we need music for the podcast. So yeah, if anybody I, wants to compose I do, something. <laughs> I actually do have um, music. I, I just need to get around to, to putting it onto the, onto the podcast. Um, right. But yeah. I have I have various various banging beats that we can use. Don't worry. Great, we're still in pilot phase. Yeah, so, we are. Um, yeah. Of course, we are. Okay. okay. And how about you? Um, okay, so I have so my feedback. It's actually quite serious. So Jyoti Lahiri, um, who is in fact works for the PRCAI, the PR Consultants Association of India. Uh, her comment: uh, We we discussed pay disparity uh, between cricketers in the last podcast, and she said. And she said, not incorrectly, that the real story is the pay disparity between male and female cricketers. Um, and Jyoti is not wrong. Um, it is uh, not good enough um, that the, the, the pay disparity between male and female cricketers. Progress has been really slow. Uh, you look at some other sports, notably tennis, where there's a very active conversation around equal pay um, doesn't seem to be yes. anything like that sense of urgency in cricket. Uh, and 
although, you know, at the, at, the, at the very least, we're seeing a lot more coverage of women's cricket, far more than we used to in years we gone We certainly gone are. By. I, I, I've taken my daughter to um, uh, women's cricket matches in England, um, and there's, you know, much more consciousness of it. But, you know, equal pay, as in many walks of life, it's, um, you know, it's not happening quickly enough. Yes, we totally agree. And I think we talked about doing another episode about this after we've done some more research, because it really is a serious issue and then we want to give it its due, um, its due focus. I, I don't know where this, this comment comes from, but Grant from New Zealand said that, you know, love the podcast, but very anti-New Zealand bias. <laughs> um, I can't believe you talked about leg spinners and didn't talk about Ish Sodi. Um, well, um, is that a fair comment? No, it's not, because we were talking about English leg spin. So it's completely unfair. Um, I think we did mention other leg spinners too. Did I? I'm I not sure so. I did. No, I talk. I, I mean, if we're talking about our discussion last week, I specifically talked about um, the history of English leg spinners and how there were so few who had played for any length of time. I think it was probably me then. I think I probably talked about some T20 leg spinners and I forgot Ish. And, and Ish, Ish to, his, to be fair, is the number one a bowler in the world in T20 apparently. Is he really? Yes. Ish Sodi. Yes. Wow. Well, well done. Who knew? Um, <laughs> Thank but, you, Grant. You know, on his on the first part of his comment, I think that is fair. I think we do have a bias against New Zealand cricket, <laughs> and I would challenge you, Darren. I would challenge us both to overcome these prejudices <laughs> and make. We'll definitely focus ultras. on it going forward. We have to make cricket ultras a podcast that is fair and free. I'm not sure about free. Fair, yes. Okay, fair, at least. It's fair, yeah. Yeah, fair and, and, and equitable. And I think you had one more piece of feedback, which was incredible Oh, this to me. was hilarious. Um, so I'm actually not going to name my friend because I'm not sure he's that keen on me, on me bringing this on air. But um, a listener in Chicago uh, complained that upon listening to the podcast five days after the end of the India-South Africa test match. He was shocked to find out the score of the match and asked us to include spoiler alerts ahead of our <laughs> discussions of, of cricket matches that have finished. And I'm not really sure how to take this because if you start... If you, it's a slippery slope, Darren, I think. I think it says a lot about your friends, Arun, and the circles you move in. <laughs> I have an eclectic group of friends, it's true. You certainly do. I do. Um, <laughs> but having said all that, he's a faithful listener. That is excellent news. I think that's probably enough for today, isn't it? I, I think it's Whoever, moving who, towards 45 uh, I, minutes now. I suspect um, who, whatever listeners we had at, at, the, at the start of the podcast, we are in grave danger of losing them at this point. Um, so all that remains for me to say is thank you very much for listening. You can find us on iTunes, on all podcast platforms. Please do rate and review us. Please send your feedback to Darren. He's far more likely to take it seriously <laughs> than me. Um, Darren, we won't be able to record next week because I am going to be in Davos. So Look at you. <laughs> Moving with the big wigs. 
Yeah, I, 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 I like to think I'll be protesting from the sidelines. But So then we'll see you in two weeks' time and keep the feedback coming. We do listen. Uh, and be the first to leave a review on iTunes and you can win a prize. Oh, wow. We're offering prizes. Excellent. Good. And what is the prize? Any idea? TBD. T- Excellent. Good. Could be, it could be a dinner date with you and I, Arun. Wow. I, I'm not sure that counts as a prize. <laughs> we'll um, work something out. Yeah, we will. Oh, and we're, it looks like we're going to have an interview with Greg Ritchie on a, on a, on, um, a not too day. distant episode of Cricket Ultras, Australian cricket That's right. legend. And you might remember he was involved in a tie test in Madras. So yeah. hopefully I can get you a, sound, a few sound bites from Greg. Yeah. Um, and we'll move forward. And what's his nickname? Just, just so we're aware of that. Fat Cat. Excellent. Thank you very much. Stay tuned.